And we are live with Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest Nintendo news and talk about the games we are playing. Today there's a ton of news because we just watched a Nintendo Direct and saw a brand new footage, brand new information on, on Tears of the Kingdom, and also, of course, the mega stealth drop that no one saw coming as a stealth drop, which is Metroid Prime Remastered outright. Now, the second major stealth drop of 2023 happened already. Yeah, that is just buddy. wild and just a, a brand new business practice for Microsoft and so I mean and Nintendo. So yeah, guys, let's get into it. I'm here today as always with Brett Larson, the King Daddy Dilf of the podcast. Alongside him is Greg Bargus, writer over at PC Invasion and streamer over at Dynamite Giraffe. Guys, let's get into the news. Oh, and also skeleton AP- crew tonight. Yeah, Skeleton Crew. There's not really many people here. It's Wednesday. It screwed everyone up. Screwed yeah. everything up. The fact that yeah, I pushed thanks, it out. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah, yeah they assholes. just had... See, guys, I was thinking, well, yeah, it'd be fun to do a predictions episode before the Direct, but then I was like, well, it's literally like 12 hours before the Direct, so all of it would be irrelevant so quickly. Yeah. So there's like no <laughs> point... True. In, in when like, people like watch the video on Thursday, they'd be like, yeah, that already happened and none of this shit was right. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> it was all I, wrong. I would, I, I, I uh, preferred instead of predicting us just react to all the brand new news that we yeah. got. And I think it was the better choice, even though everyone got messed up because of it. And that's why we have a skeleton crew here tonight. But with all that said, let's get into the first topic of today, which is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom got a brand new trailer that showed us Link grinding on a rail like Sonic the Hedgehog. And we also saw him driving some vehicles. We saw him shoot an arrow that was like projectile like arrows like that's crazy. Um, That all that being said for me personally, as crazy as it might sound. The trailer didn't do much for me. Like, I'm ready to see more of the game and not just get these little snippets. Like, I want to know what the game is, how it's structured, what's the story, all that stuff. And I'm sure tons of YouTubers are going to analyze all of this and tell me all this information. But I just wanted something more from Nintendo when it came to this game, especially with it coming out pretty soon now. So, Greg, what was your first reaction to the new Tears of the Kingdom footage? Why do I always think you're going to say Tears of the Sun? Tears of the Sun. Is that something? <laughs> Tears of the that was Sun. a, a movie? Uh, movie. Yeah, I think oh, okay. so. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> like, the, the first thing that I noticed was, of course, the moon, you know, enchanting all the all the enemies that we've seen in the previous Zelda title, or in uh, Breath of the Wild, and, well, I guess Age of Calamity, too. Um, but <clears throat> it, it gave off some definite... Uh, uh, Majora's Mask vibes, but then you know we saw all the different stuff, all the different you know abilities to fly on that little pad that he had that was like a like a it's like a mechanical fortress thing. Yeah. yeah, there it is right there. Uh, there's like, like a, a balloon pad. one, and then there's like a hover that. one. Yeah, that's so sick. That'd be cool no, if you, you guys, guys like are... upgrade those things. What's funny but, um... is oh sorry, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say what's funny is the thing he's riding on, like flying through the sky. It almost looks like the contraptions that people would build in Breath of the Wild in order to fly, like with the magnet yeah. stuff. Like uh, it's, yeah, that's it's, true. It's, yeah. It's like a way people would like break the game and the traversal yeah. would be to create things like that. And now it's actually yeah. in Tears of the Kingdom, which is fun. <laughs> I just think that's so funny, like the commentary on those. It's like, okay, uh, okay, break a uh, bomb. Okay, switch back. And then I'm just like, what the hell are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I can barely yeah. shoot. Yeah. Me. 
I can't oh, yeah, on those videos <laughs> where they're yeah. swapping so fast between items, yeah. my brain can't even comprehend what's happening. They're like shoot an arrow and then throw stasis immediately and like catch the yeah, arrow in midair. Drop. Okay, do mid flight cancel. Okay, switch back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, mid flight cancel, switch back. Yeah. And my fucking sausage fingers over here can yeah. barely like hold a Joy Con, let alone do all right, that yeah. stuff. But and then shoot um, the chicken and then spin in circles and then yeah. do this. <laughs> A 360 easy no scope okay <laughs> um the, i i mean the it's it's funny because like i'm both excited about about tears of the kingdom but i'm also a little bit torn because i'm i've seen these enemies before like nothing yeah. like they they've introduced like I, I think they introduced what like three or four enemies like that boxy looking robot kind of dude yeah um, that big old monster like square square guy yeah yeah yeah. that one the the winged creatures um, that, that thing right yeah, there that yeah. Guy. yeah and then uh, i think we saw one other one um and then the winged creatures dropping in you know yeah. some of the the enemies too i thought was really cool I, uh, that could you know especially i hope you can tame one of those out of things nowhere fly around oh, on it, so like a sick. horse <laughs> but <clears throat> it, it it we're getting new stuff it is a new game but it, it still feels like just breath of the wild plus yeah and i wish they would show off something that like changes my mind about that or that that says like you know or or like a new area but i mean as far as i guess going to the sky kind of is but i nothing's really i like i'm still excited i'm still optimistic i'll still buy it i'll still play it but nothing really game changing or i don't know maybe the mystery is gone now now that we've seen more of of Link and and his hand and what's happened and Zelda and you know we can kind of guess where the story's going. It's just... I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but did like to you guys whenever Zelda was like uh, lend me your power or something, was that a hint that like we might be getting some Zelda gameplay or something? Her turning into more of a warrior because the reason that they had in the past was that they didn't. Like she wasn't even in Smash because this Zelda's not a fighter. She's not a warrior. So they put Zelda from um, a link between worlds in Smash, which was pretty random. Um, but now, if she says something like "like lend me your power," mm-hmm. like maybe she becomes someone like more like Link or Sheik, where she's a yeah, fighter. You play as her. I'm hoping that they're hanging on to some type of mega secret. Or maybe um, they pass that gauntlet between the two, and that's how you yeah, change that, people. That'd be cool. Y'all, that'd be cool. Like you're playing as Link, you click a button, and then you're playing as Zelda. Like they're connected to that power, gauntlet, and then it. <clears throat> yeah, that would be cool. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying that it feels like Breath of the Wild plus. But at the same time, when you add everything together that they showed us from every trailer, like from that uh, like that first trailer, or maybe it was the second, where like we see him going through walls, and then we see some other weird mm-hmm. abilities. Like we see him uh, uh, stopping time and then reversing it. And then now mm-hmm. we see projectile arrows. We see you can fly across the world on a mechanical thing. We see you can drive. We see you grinding on rails. When you add all of it together, I think it'll, it'll feel more like an actual sequel and not so much like yeah, a DLC of Breath of the Wild. Either way though, even if it mm-hmm. is very much Breath of the Wild plus, I don't necessarily think that means it can't be absolutely amazing because that game right. is just it's a it's yeah. a masterpiece so yeah yeah i but i and plus like you haven't we haven't seen anything of the crafting of food crafting weapon degradation like we don't we don't know what all those things look like yet and so like you know we could be blessed with a full you know um 
whatchamacallit wheel at the beginning so you don't have to you know build up through all that again climb yeah climb mountains and stuff like maybe maybe that'll change and it'll it'll make the overall experience a little less grindy but like i mean that was that's where i'm like torn because that was like part of the joy of breath of the wild was you know because it was a brand new thing for zelda too yeah so it's kind of similar to how i feel about horizon zero dawn i was just gonna say that (laughs) it was so fresh the whole world everything about it was so unique and different and then when the sequel came out i expected to blow my socks (laughs) off like the original did but it really couldn't because that expectation was set whereas the same thing might happen with breath of the wild like we got something amazing and then maybe this next thing is just impossible for it to meet those same standards because it's not a brand new thing. It's the same link, mm-hmm. which is a rarity, but it's the same link, the same world. It looks like just different and up in the sky and stuff. And so, yeah, ha- has a big challenge, but I still have faith that this game is amazing at the end of the day. <laughs> like even if it is everything that we're saying, um, I still think it could be super amazing. Brett. Yeah. Thoughts? And what, yeah, I was just going to say, and uh, don't you guys worry. We've only got 10 months before this comes out, so I'm sure yeah. we will find <laughs> don't out Don't you say lot. that. <laughs> yeah. Damn. 10 and months. It kind of sucks. It kind of sucks because I feel like they gave it a uh, December release date, so that could be like an easy, okay, we're going to push it till 2024. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, if we have to wait another year, dude. <laughs> if it does not come out this it. year. It's coming uh, out this year. It's yeah, the swan song too. for the Switch. Apparently, Nintendo didn't even want to be... A, this is a rumor, like a, a grain of salt. But apparently, one of the reasons they didn't want to be at E3 was because they have a very light second half of 2023, which would make yeah, sense if they're they're bringing out sense. Pikmin, Zelda, Metroid Prime remakes out today, which we'll get to. It would make sense that they don't really have much to show during an E3. But next yeah. year... Like they, they'll probably release some smaller stuff during the holiday, and then next year they're gonna end up announcing their next piece of hardware. It's got to be next year, right, Greg? Yeah, but like, come on, like, like if they they spend a whole E three talking about one game, and yeah, Breath of the Wild was absolutely massive, but they put all of their focus on a single year on one game, and that was I feel amazing. like, yeah, I, there, it was such a great experience. Like, yeah, like like before we got there, I remember being like there's no way they can just focus on on this one thing and then you see it and you play it and everything that they had set up and you're like yeah it's gonna be that good but but you you can't tell me that they don't have third-party games to show they don't have greg backup says eric oh um or or just something in general i feel like to to you know bring a showcase like 10 games like there can't not be 10 games releasing before the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. And a shout it out seems... to Franco in the chat, the homie, always on the yeah, show. Franco. Always, hanging out. always kicking it with us. Yeah, it sucks, man. It, it's, um, it feels like unless something drastically happens between this year and next year, it almost feels like E3 is like dying in, in front of our eyes. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? That's like, a whole nother topic too. We could yeah. probably do a bonus episode all about E3. All about that. Um, it stinks. I'm sad but, but we're talking about Zelda. So I just wanted to say like, um, I had a work thing and I missed the uh, stream for the <laughs> yeah, that's, originally. That's the thing is Brett so just caught I, uh, up. <laughs> yeah. I'm just catching up, but I did, I did watch this before, like right before the show. And, Man, it looks so good. And part of this, like, from my excitement is I just came off of playing Breath of the Wilds a few months ago, or like yeah. a couple of months ago. And, like, as soon as I was done with that, I immediately wanted to just 
play more of it. You know, like you don't get to, I don't know. I just did not get tired of that game. And so for me, like, even though some of it feels very familiar, like that is not necessarily a bad thing, but, but I will say though, like there was a couple of times when you saw some of those exact same enemies from the last one. And like, I don't know, some, some of the areas look just like areas from, from the first one, like they're it's, they're not gonna like it's not gonna be the exact same map, right? I think it is. Like that's what it, it looks like. It's the same map, but with a lot of new like added structures and the so the whole sky. I'm sure some new underground stuff. But I think overall, yeah. it is the same map. That's yeah. what I'm getting from it. <clears throat> Just more like Twilight Zone, uh, Twilight Realmy, like where it's like. Well, then give us more areas to altered version. Right? Yeah. I well, mean, if, my if, if, hope. If, if, sorry. No, no, I was gonna say, like it, like you mentioned with like underground stuff. If they if they open like a whole big area of underground stuff and like de- dungeon style areas That's, or okay, like, yeah, you're, you're leading to exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. If they do give us the same map, my hope is that a lot of work and effort went into making some classic, more traditional Zelda dungeons, <clears throat> temples yeah. that you go in complete and maybe you earn something like obviously Breath of the Wild changed things where you start with every item almost. So, but, but like maybe uh, doing a, tump- a temple could give you something else that's really valuable that adds to yeah. your character that actually changues the gameplay. Sort of like the spirits. What, uh, what are they called? Like um, the, uh, uh, Naruto's Love, um, uh, Din's Fire, like something like stuff like that. Like some extra abilities for Link. Well, I, I mean, even like the, uh, I wonder if like the, the air area will serve as like dungeons but even like that clip that portion where he is grinding on the rail or whatever like that looked like a new place like I yeah did, I that's what i'm really saying there, there's probably of tons of new structures yeah, yeah the See, skies that, have got to have a lot to it otherwise why would you have like a flying you know, Eric, machine you, or whatever can you pause it on that flying machine scene like I didn't notice that before, but there's like yeah, there's a like lot, there's there, so much in the sky out there. There's a bunch of platforms up there, so I'm I'm guessing that oh, yeah. probably that. opens up quite a bit. This this next scene uh, after the after this, sorry to audio listeners, <laughs> yeah. but, yeah. uh, uh, but I do so like right say, there. Yeah, yeah, look, I'm look, right look there. Yeah. There's a ton. Look, there's that, a bunch of stuff. It seems like so, a lot but, of shit up there. What's funny so, is remember when we'll uh, Sonic Sonic Frontiers got a bunch of shit for stuff that was floating in the sky. I haven't heard <laughs> in a, a single peep about this game doing the same thing. <laughs> you can't compare the two. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Why? It's not Zelda and Oranges. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah it Nintendo is. gets away. Nintendo gets away whatever they want. Yeah, that's okay? right. That's the rule. No, right, they Brett? do what the fuck they want, and nobody <laughs> says a thing about hey, it. Hey, can I just <laughs> remind you? This is a live Nintendo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. But yeah, the rails yeah. are everywhere. Anyway, I do got to say, though, when it comes to grinding in games, it is very satisfying, and I will gladly welcome it to the Zelda universe, where now you can grind on some rails. Like, yeah. it's pretty fun. For sure, yeah. We're, it reminded me of, like, a Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, the most yeah. recent Ratchet or, and Clank. Or even recently, Hi-Fi Rush. Haven't, it's, uh, it's not grinding, yeah, yeah. but you have, like, a hook that you, that you swing on, like Sly Cooper, basically. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Breath of the Wild, or not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom looks very special, but we got to move on to the next announcement. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp is coming on April, in April of this year. This is the game that got delayed because of the war in Ukraine, and it's coming now. It's coming soon, in April. I don't have much history with this series, but I'm sure a lot of people are excited. What I want to get to, hey, though... Hey, uh, one thing before we move on. Did, did you happen to catch how many 
how many games were announced that had pre-orders that opened today. Mm, I didn't. I did yeah, not. Because I, I, I thought that was like really different is that like one thing I noticed throughout the entire show was that there was a lot pre-order of pre-order uh, drops and game pre-order drops. <laughs> drops. Game drops, and they just seem like they're milking their IPs. What do you like, mean? I don't know. Between Bayo and uh, Kirby oh, getting Bayo. that epilogue, like I mean, that's like, the same game though. It's it's just like right. added content onto it. Maybe that's maybe that's it's kind of like DLC, but, it, but this, they're not they're not treating it like DLC. <laughs> they're treating it like it's a, yeah. like a like a brand new thing. But I, I kind of know what you're saying a little bit. I didn't. I didn't really think of it that way until you mentioned it. But I. I, I kind of see what you're saying. Now, coming Maybe from a more a positive perspective. <laughs> I mean, uh, coming from a more positive perspective, I think marketing-wise, they're really doing really well when it comes to announcing something, showing it off, dropping a pre-order, or dropping it right now, and just having a True. crap ton of things all at once. Then when you turn on your Switch, it'll usually like show you like an ad, like, hey, we just had a direct. Here's the stuff that's in, that's in the eShop right now. Yeah. And not only did they do a, day, a mega day one drop with Metroid Prime Remake, but also tons of games got demos, or at least like three oh like, yeah, yeah three notable games at Octopath least like, traveler 2 yes and i think that one will carry over to the full game which is awesome or maybe it's more like the original octopath where the demo was actually its own unique story like almost like its own game so maybe it's similar to that i didn't really pay close attention but there's another uh demo too that i forgot about that i wanted to play i can't remember now but anyway yeah a demos pre-order drops and day one drops along with on top of all this Dropping Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games today on the eShop, which was the next Ooh. topic. That's pretty awesome. Like, this was rumored before uh, N64, which is funny, these two platforms were, and then the N64 one got announced. I swear someone at Nintendo hates when things leak, and they're like, you know what? Let's just switch it just to fuck <laughs> with them. <laughs> Let's just switch it to Nintendo 64 for this year, and then next year we'll do the other ones. You mean without getting Halo multiplayer? Like, I'm no, the boss here. <laughs> that was one of the rumors ahead of time was Halo Infinite on Switch. I think I think that largely because at <laughs> Xbox, just laughs. someone good recently... Lion, good old Lion Phil Spencer again, at it again. No, it, it wasn't Phil. It was someone at Xbox <laughs> recently said where uh, um, the Halo Infinite's coming to... It's going to have more content and be on more platforms than ever. It's like, well, you're already on cloud which means you're already on phones tablets computers and you're natively on pc and you're on xbox one xbox series so where else could you possibly go switch and i think that's where that where that rumor comes from ipad i mean maybe playstation but google stadia (laughs) if xbox brought halo to playstation it would probably be be solely based on them showing the what's it called the cma or something yeah um that they were um Look at us. We're going to put everything on plate. Yeah, the yeah, FTC. Yeah. What's the CMA? <laughs> the, the CMA's the Country Awards. Music Awards? <laughs> oh. Does that not stand for something else? <laughs> Billy Ray so, Medlock but... over there? <laughs> CMA. There's like, there's like the CDC. <laughs> Certified like Management Account. <laughs> we both went right to Country Music Awards. There probably is a, a, like an official CMA other than that. But I mean... Okay, uh, really all the all the game demos out today are Sea of Stars, Octopath Ooh. Traveler two, and Ooh, Sea of Stars is a huge out. one. Ooh. Playing that for sure. And Kirby, I'm definitely, I want to play that. Oh yeah, one. and Kirby, Brett, yeah. Th- now we can decide if we're gonna go have these on that or not. 
Hell yeah. But anyway, Hell yeah. the Country Music Awards are not kind to the Microsoft and Xbox deal. <laughs> they, Dude, they, if, uh, if, if Halo ever came out on an Xbox, I think that would change everything. Because if it, if it came on PlayStation? Or sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If it came out on PlayStation. And I don't think it ever will. But if it did, like just this very strange thing happened, like that would have to change literally everything, right? Because no, at that I mean, point, I like... I think if Halo did come, it would be because Halo Infinite is supposed to be a service game. And I don't think Xbox is, I don't think they'll shy away from putting service games on PlayStation. Like, I wouldn't be surprised but, if Sea of Thieves comes to PlayStation, to be honest. But I, I guess what I mean, I, I wouldn't expect like uh, uh, like God of War all of a sudden to drop on Xbox. But like, for example, PlayStation has on PC. Like nine, 10 service yeah, games in development. Yeah, the nine or 10 service games in development. And one of those we know is going to be whatever the last of us factions or whatever it's going to be called. And also so, like Sony did say all of their service games are dropping day one on PC and PlayStation. Right. So that's that. I mean, I feel like both companies, it would be in their best interest to drop their service games on every platform that they can. Those really games would, need yeah. Need audiences to that's, to live <laughs> like that's yeah, the that's, facts. It's the only way those guys uh, those games can thrive is if they have an active user base. So yeah, yeah. plus you look, like look at the most you look at the most popular ones like Fortnite, Apex Minecraft. Legends. They're all all over everything. Yeah, so you kind of have to. Yeah, especially like if uh you know if PlayStation got something like Halo multiplayer, it's like what We're would going... Sony ponies have to cry about anymore? <laughs> we're going far away from the topic which is game boy and game boy advance games on switch the yeah, selection <laughs> is actually solid and one of my favorite parts is you can choose between the classic filter and or the game boy color filter which is oh. really dope yeah so, so that means a lot of these games the first time i, I mean i don't know about all of them but Dude, i'm sure so there's a few nostalgia. of them i like oh the way the God. game boy pocket screen looks that i think i, I mean, might do that over the game boy color so I mean, Game Boy nostalgia. Pocket was my favorite. That's what I had for like for the longest time. Um, but I wish I had a Game Boy Color that whole time, but I just couldn't because my family was poor. Anyway, we are Dude, going I to... never I never owned a Game Boy until I was older. Really? Mm-hmm. I played them, I had... of course, but yeah, I was broke too. I had one, a broke-ass uh, house. <laughs> yeah, same. But the one I had had a scratch on the screen, so I'd always have to like hold it at like a side view so that mm. the, the glare from the sc- scratch wouldn't show up on the background. Mm. I I really wish that Nintendo didn't always have to go nuts with their hardware because I want to live in a world where DS games are available on Switch, but you'd only be able to play them portably. And if you tried to play one on your TV, there's no possible way to touch the screen. So it would just break yeah. a lot of games. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, it, it was on Wii U because it worked so great having two screens, but with Switch, there's only one. So that's unfortunate because the DS library is immaculate. Yeah, the Wii U is the goat, anyways. We all know that. So, yeah, definitely the goat. We actually just put up three <laughs> reasons why the Wii U is better than the Switch on this channel. So be sure to go check it. out that video. <laughs> awesome. It's a it's a short, a YouTube short. But yeah, um, the great games on here like the Minish Cap, Mario Kart Super Circuit, uh, Wario Land Three, uh, Return of Samus, Tetris, of course, the classic. So. It's, it's it's a good selection of games. I'm gl- I'm glad they're adding more value to the service without upping the price because that's what I was afraid of. Was that they were going to raise the price? Part is like the multiplayer for these games too. I I love that that's a feature. Yeah, I just like wish I, I honestly wish I had friends 
that would like play one of these games with me like online. And I'm not even like calling you guys out, but I don't even like who plays Switch online with friends. Like, oh, dude, that could actually be really never fun. Do. I've <laughs> never have, and I don't know anyone who actually does it. <laughs> but yeah, playing playing one of those games could be really fun. I'm I'm guessing you can do that with like the Mario and Luigi. Yeah, Mario game. Kart 64. We could be playing Goldeneye. We need Is to there start still no, like, voice trying chat? this out. There's no voice chat. Maybe that's why. But there's Discord on our phones, so that's all yeah, we need. We'd have to do the old. How does Nintendo still not have voice chat? <laughs> they said, "Screw oh that!" Oh my god, they really oh. play by their own rules. <laughs> they you want voice chat? Shit. No. How about some Game Boy Advance <laughs> games? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they did do that terrible app that had the voice acting. I mean, voice, not voice acting. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> that had voice that. chat. That was um, Eric, but, get the fuck out of here with that. It's a phone app still. It's not <laughs> built in. Eric, no one, literally no one on planet Earth <laughs> uses that app. So just stop. <laughs> Which one is it? Oh, there's via they, the phone app. Like, oh, yeah. like Nintendo's Switch Online phone app that lets you voice yeah. chat. Like you can't just call someone. I think we used someone. it once. I think, really? Did we? Or I might have played with uh, Jason. I think we played mm-hmm. uh, Smash or something like that. The quality sounds like thing. sounds like you're calling from jail or something. The quality is so bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does. You have a call from anyway. Would you like to accept these charges? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come out of your eShop wallet. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the next main topic, which I mean, wait, hang on. Game Boy Advance, Game Boy games. Any any uh titles stick uh, stand out to you guys where you're like that, okay, I'm actually gonna play through one of these games. Because yeah, what I've Mario... noticed sorry. No, no, you finish. Because finish. what I've noticed is a lot of these games will get added. And aside from John playing, I think it was, oh no, I, th- I think that was an actual re-release. I don't think I have a single friend that has actually played through an entire game available on Switch Online, which yeah. is sad. <clears throat> but I think I'll play through that... Minish Cap. Mm. And maybe Super Mario Land 2, because I don't think I have that. I think I have one. But I don't think I have two. that either. I, I, a, I bought that one on 3DS back whenever that was there, a thing. There was a, it's called like um, uh, Luigi and Mario Superstars or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a great RPG. series. Yeah, yeah Brian, I actually that. think you would like that. I actually do think you would right. like that. I played that yeah, as a lot as a kid. Well done. That's one I would definitely go back sure. to. And what's great about these GBA games is a lot of them have aged really well when it comes to the visuals. They're like beautiful pixel art, like top of the line pixel art so for sure play that yeah and i think one of the original developers for super mario rpg became part of that team that makes the the mario and luigi games if i'm not mistaken minish Minish cap Cap looks really cool too yeah i've I've gotten really far into that like multiple times but i've never completed it so i need to actually play through the whole thing it's good it's solid I just always end up doing something else. And with all these games coming up, guys, can you believe it's freaking February? We've already had so many bangers. And then Metroid Prime Remake drops today. Like, what the hell? (laughs) Which is the next topic. So let's get on into it. Metroid Prime Remake has modern controls, like dual stick controls, because it didn't originally. A brand new fresh coat of paint looks stunning, looks great. Brett, have you actually, like, watched this one yet? I watched it. I did. I watched it. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm very pleased with the visuals. I didn't expect them to go this hard on it. I expected an up-res, and this is far from that. They actually went in and enhanced a ton of stuff. Probably tons of quality of life changes that we haven't seen, like that that they didn't really uh, highlight in the trailer. 
But this looks great. This looks like a legitimate remake in the same vein as The Last of Us. Like where it's like it's a very fresh coat of paint over the original game. But also with this game, thankfully, they like modernized a bunch of the controls and stuff. So it's even more a remake, to be honest. Um, This was like a like what was the last Zelda one that they Skyward Sword? Skyward Sword. That wasn't much of a remake. That was pretty. Well, I meant that most of the controls like. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they changed the controls. Yeah, yeah, Brett, what were we gonna say? I, I was gonna say, is that um, this was a GameCube game, right? Originally, the yeah, first one, okay. So, I apparently have played like an hour of this game because I my cousin borrowed it to me, and then so, so I didn't get very far, I don't even remember anything about it, but um, I think it looks really good. And like, well, you've heard great abs- things, I'm sure. No, yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely, and and um. What you're saying about the like the graphics, it it's really impressive. This does not look like a GameCube game at all. Oh like no. it's yeah. it's they they like, they put quite a bit of work into this. Like he was mentioned Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword looked pretty rough around the edges still, but this looks actually pretty damn good. So Yeah, like, this looks more and if we're talking gens, I would say this is more of a late PS3, Xbox three sixty looking game. Very polished yeah. looking. Um and I, I'm sure it'll run at 60 FPS because it's a first-person shooter. So, <laughs> I mean, I, it, it, you don't think so, Greg? You think it's 30? I don't know. It or looks stinky, good, not great, though. The stinky switch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate first-person shooters at 30 can FPS. It at I'll, be, I'll be honest. FPS? It, let's let's take a look. See if we can find it anywhere. Like fr- the frame rate. I wonder if can, they have it on the eShop. I did see. Can that, you though, tell, you can like, with your the... naked eye? Eric said the trailers, said the uh, trailers 60 frames, 60. but that there doesn't we go. necessarily mean the game is going to be, right? I don't know. I don't. I feel like it wouldn't need to be in 60 if the game wasn't. So the, on the top is- of the polished visuals, we got a lush 60 frames per second. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and apparently you can turn off the HUD, too. Ooh, oh, that's cool. That was a complaint for a lot of people. They don't like the, like the outside where you can see the helmet. I kind of like it, to be honest. So this is uh, from what I'm gathering on the uh, the trailer. Like a lot of it's like puzzles too, right? Like oh yeah, making your way it's doing a, like puzzles throughout the game. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like a 3D first person puzzler Metroidvania action game. <laughs> it's a lot of things. Yeah, I, I've never really <laughs> been into the Metroid games, but the Prime uh, series has always intrigued me. So I'm I'm excited, and it's out today. So yeah, like um, you said Havsies. Get that yeah, shit. Full, tra- full transparency. I only played this as a kid and I never completed it. So this will be almost like playing it for the first time again, but like with Ooh, a brand new fresh coat of paint. Comes with bonus content. Art created during the development of the original game, as well as soundtrack gallery and 3D character gallery. Ooh. Ah. All, right. all, I, all I can say is I don't know what's going on with the industry right now, but this is Shadow Drops, big stealth drops <laughs> yeah. in a couple of weeks, and I am here for it. Like, so Shadow Drops, this, Shadow Drops, pre-orders and remakes. Yeah, dude, I love it. <laughs> that that honestly is more exciting to me than than seeing like a big AAA game, than finding out it's a year and a half out. Like yeah, exactly. To, to find out yeah. a game is like you, you had no idea it even existed, and then all of a sudden it's out today. You're like, holy shit! I watched yeah. you and you and Mary's reaction. That was pretty good. Yeah, she like, like lost her shit. <laughs> it was crazy. I, I was not paying attention at first because I was I was pretty bored with the direct like for a while. Like I thought Pikmin was cool, 
And then I wasn't very happy with everything until I was like looking away, like if you see the video. And then when I look at the screen, I'm like, wait, what? And then I'm like freaking out. Yeah. Because that is awesome. Yeah. Game is 60. Game Explain is streaming. It says Eric. Cool. Yeah. I thought as soon as they hit the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff in the in the direct, I was like, yeah. That's what I liked. Yeah. Th- that yeah. was great too. Like, I would say around. Zelda, the Switch Online stuff, Metroid, and Pikmin are probably the biggest hits. Right? Yeah. Am, am, I, am I missing yeah. something? I mean, it was it was pretty damn full of of announcements, I think. But yeah, those were like the main the main. Highlights. I was working at the time it was on, so honestly, I didn't even see this Bait and Kados remaster until afterwards, like when we were just talking. I didn't even see mm. it during the show, which I always wanted to play this. This is another GameCube game, getting uh, a remake, like a remake on the or it's, Brinko, this is actual Brinko's, remaster. Brinko said the original Metroid Prime was sixty. Yeah, how's that possible? Yeah, <laughs> on GameCube or was yeah. games that were sixty back then? Oh yeah, all the Mario uh, Kart yeah. games, tons. Yeah, okay. I think generally I mean, TVs were like 60 hertz. Yeah, 60 yeah. was nor- has yeah. always been that's... normal in certain styles of games like racing and first-person shooters. Cause... Yeah, that's that's true. Brett, have you played a, Back with... a 30 FPS first-person shooter? It's actually terrible. Like, it yeah, is terrible. it's not good. It's, the Killzone games are they're hard to play. Like, I played through the yeah. second one more recently, and I liked it a lot, but it was so weird playing a first-person shooter with that with that frame rate. It just doesn't feel right. But I don't yeah. know why, but lately playing games on 30 frames per second, there's two games lately. There was A Plague's Tale and yeah. uh, Dead Space, and neither of them felt like 30 frames per second. So it almost feels like it's like they're I'm telling you, I, doing I don't something know. to alleviate that, that jarredness of it. Kind of like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, I'm thinking that, it's the smoothing that's on. Like, honestly, because yeah, when you shut it off, like I shut off the smoothing on 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 Dead Space, and I actually did notice it, like a more big difference between thirty and sixty. And I was like, well, okay, yeah, maybe the smoothing is helping the frame rate look more yeah. like it's higher, even when it's not. I'm not a tech guy, Greg is, so he would probably be able to tell us. But yeah, it might be above. It might be like minimum hitting thirty, but it might also be hitting. Oh, like, I yeah, I believe five. I believe Plague Tale on Xbox did sometimes run like 40. like forty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean that's like really you know the only difference between like you know console hardware and PC hardware like you know whereas like a game could be optimized and give you like five options for visuals on console like the Series X or PS5, whereas like you know there's like bars and and sliders for you know anti-aliasing or uh, you know draw distance or you know whatever the case may be and, and most of the time it's it's like uh, he's probably means like anti-aliasing for smoothing effects but like a lot of times like you know there's 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 you'll sacrifice you know some of the bigger hitting the the more taxing stuff to hit like a you know six you know just be under 60 fps or or locked at 60 fps but you know you're also sacrificing probably you know textures or or you know it could be there's there's so many things now in 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 graphics menus like it's insane yeah, I'm actually yeah. really happy with uh, because because like Brett said, uh, Dead Space and then recently Hogwarts. Both games have tons of options when it comes to what you want to do. And I sat there for like a solid 45 minutes on both games, trying out every single little difference I could to find like what my favorite like setting was. There, you're and, gonna have to send me the settings for Hogwarts. What, oh whatever yeah, you I, did. I have some, I have some things that you, I definitely think you should change. Stuff that you might not have even thought about, like the the um the speed the acceleration of turning the camera 
just shut it off entirely. It's terrible in that game. I hated it. So, so when you turn the camera, it'll always go the same speed, but you turn that sensitivity up and it feels so much better. Cause I was oh, like, why okay. does this game feel so weird? I started, I'm like, what is happening? Like it like feels sluggy. awful to play. Like I was like, what is going on? And then I, sh- I shut that all the way down. Um, and I, so and it, I do that in first person shooters as well. Turn off it would like go quicker depending on how fast you hit the stick or something. How, how longer you were holding the stick. So if you, so it like you, start slow and then go faster. Yeah. It starts That's slow annoying. and speeds up. Yeah. Who thought that was a good idea? Good it's God. in a lot of games, it surprisingly. Terrible. It's in like Call oh. of Duty and stuff, and you, I always shut that off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next topic. Let's take a look at the list. I might skip some things that I know doesn't speak to any of us. <laughs> uh, but one thing I did want to shout out that I already talked about was the Bait and Kados remaster. That's I think that's how you pronounce it. It's, yeah. a, it's a game that always uh, caught my eye. Because the game you oh, had like a lot also- of... Well, sorry, what? No, I was just gonna say, like, like those two games, they're so expensive. Like, that's why I'm like glad that they're doing like Gargoyles Quest isn't like that expensive, like to b- find the originals. But those two, I, I think I want to say they're in like hundreds. I missed what you said because I got a text, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a great host. Oh, I was looking something ba- up. Ba- so. complete. <laughs> The original is 66. Um, where's the... I think... Ooh, I think 2 was a Japanese-only release. Oh, really? I like whenever there's a game that's, like, only in Japan for a while, and then out of nowhere, they're like, we're finally bringing it to the West, and then we all get to experience it for the first time. Like, like it's a brand-new game. We're like, who asked for this? I am. I did. And, like, five <laughs> people buy it. No, yeah, like we're not fucking bringing this stuff over here anymore. <laughs> no, I mean uh, Live Alive did pretty well. Yeah, Live. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, true. Live Alive is awesome. I still want to play that. I just no, picture like John, a bunch of Johns out there in the world. That are like, <laughs> Live bunch Alive, of Johns oh pre-ordering. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole forum of John Frisch's <laughs> talking about it. Dead Cells Return to Castlevania. <laughs> Dead Cells Return to Castlevania is. A, an upcoming expansion for that game and i'm glad that castlevania is getting some love from konami like a tad bit and i'm hoping that this is just like a little tease before they make like a whole brand new game because that'd be really cool for them to bring back yeah. some of their ip what i would love for I, them to do is pull the old the old metroid prime whenever that game came out i believe it was prime one it, it also dropped fusion and metroid prime came out like in the same day or the same week and I think it'd be cool if they ended up doing like a classic 2D Castlevania, but then also dropped like a full blown like God of War style Castlevania game. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. Dope. That'd be really cool. Never gonna happen, but it'd be really cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, when the last one came out, the 3DS. Yeah, hmm. I think so. It, it was Lords it, of Shadow was Mirror it, of Fate. Yeah, Lords of Shadow Mirrors of Fate. Did that come out after Lords of Shadow? I don't remember. Or like the same time, like exactly what I just said. <laughs> Probably exactly oh, yeah, what you uh, just said. Someone in the chat said smoothing. What the fuck is he talking about? There's a setting in, in Hogwarts where you can turn off smoothing. Like, and it's, it's also like, in it's like, like, it's, it's, it's like in picture, Forza. It's in a bunch of games. Yeah, it's like picture smoothing, right? Like even your TV has it. Well, Sometimes. yeah, but that's a terrible, that's a different type no, of No, no, I always turn that off on the TV. Yeah. It's garbage. Yeah. yeah, that sucks. But in games, it can actually help. It's Sometimes it's like when you it when it. you turn the camera, it, it adds like the blur effect. 
Yeah. And it, 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 it makes it look a bit more cinematic. And I guess lately, to me, it helps mm. with the frame rate, like going from 60 to 30. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it's that it's usually anti-aliasing. There's like different levels of it. I think sometimes there's like three options. Sometimes there's like five, but I think it varies by, by game. I don't know. I thought anti-aliasing was something completely different, but what do I know? So just a stupid makes, console makes gamer. smooth. I'm just one of those spoiled gamers who plays the games and doesn't understand how they're made. There are some games like Witcher (laughs) 3 on Switch where I think I shut off anti-aliasing and I think it makes the game look way sharper and better. Um, But like I said, I'm just a stupid console gamer. Booty in that game on Switch. Honestly, what's funny is when you turn (laughs) everything down entirely... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on on Witcher three, I honestly think it looks better than when you're when you have everything all the way up. Which maybe it's, it's because the resolution looks like it gets higher, or just the anti-aliasing, like we said, is off, so it, the image looks sharper. I don't know, but anyway, Excellent. Harmony: The Fall of Reverie by Don't Nod Games got revealed. Not much is really known about it. It's like all we saw was like an animated trailer, and yeah. this, this is Don't Nod, so I expect it's going to be. Yeah, pretty it, good. De- it definitely has that here. don't nod uh, uh, stylistic look to it, like the the art mm-hmm. style of don't nod. That like you could see that almost within, even if you didn't know that it was them. Like in the first ten seconds, you can tell that's that uh, that's their style. Um, I think it looks cool. Or I didn't. I tried to watch it like real real quick before the uh, uh, our show started, but um, but yeah, it looks interesting. I'd like to find out more about it. Yeah, me too. Oh shit. I, and I'm wondering if, if if the game is animated like this, like the actual yeah. gameplay, if it's if it looks like an anime, basically, like that would be interesting. Um, like like South Park pulled it off. Like those games, right. they look like the the animated show. And I'm wondering if another game could do that as well and look good, and maybe in a 3D space. I don't it, know. It's almost got like that visual novel look to it because like a lot of the them talking is just like text in front of you and they're standing in front of the screen like dang and rompa style so yeah. i don't know <clears throat> yeah i don't know we'll see professor Layton games uh stuff I, i'm not big into that series just i'm sure tease. that makes some people stressed um mario kart 8 <laughs> someone out there someone out there's breaking their keyboard yeah sorry man i can't like everything like i i'm a person who likes a lot of things too many things but mm-hmm. at some point i, I gotta just not try some franchises because I already like too many things. And uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Course is coming, uh, Yoshi Island, with a new uh, Birdo character. So that's cool. Birdo! Birdo. And that's it. From Double Dash. You, you can never really get tired of Mario Kart, right? Like, it's always yeah. fun. Yeah, I always look forward to trying out the levels. I will a say lo- a though, lot of these, a lot of these tracks, even though they've been out on previous games, I've forgotten. Like, so they feel new and fresh. I um, always hop into these new courses and they're fun, but I will say there's there's an obvious step down when it comes to the courses that came with the game. Like yeah. they're not as good. But well, like a lot of them are remakes, but like the more newer ones, like the ones from Tor and, and, and then they added one that wasn't even in Tor. Those ones, they're, they're good, but they're just not as high quality as the maps sure. that came with the game. Yeah. Yeah, I wish sure. they would do something like outside of Nintendo IP. Like, give us something more Animal Crossing, more Zelda type stuff. Like, yeah, they did it with F Zero as well. Like, that was the coolest thing. They should do more of that. 
their next Mario Kart should really bring in like a bunch of characters. Like uh, I was just gonna say that bring Link back, bring back, uh, put in Zelda, put in. That, that'd be dope if not... they did like kind of what they do with the Smash series and just bring in characters yeah. from all kinds of different IPs. That'd be yeah. dope. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like you know, now that Sonic. Sakurai is potentially you know retiring, like what 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 game is really gonna be this like huge collaboration effort where you have all these like Nintendo characters with other IPs crossing over and like nobody, nobody's really done a, a good kart racing game. Even like crash team racing, like was just okay. And hey, like, you Sonic and all stars racing. Take like, that the, word out of your mouth. Team racing. Dude, I think there's a lot <laughs> of solid dare. racers that are like Mario Kart. I just don't think a lot of them are on the same level as Mario Kart. Like I think yeah, Sonic that, and all stars racing point. transformed is fantastic. Like that's a really good game. As well as the Pixar's Cars games. I'm, I always bring them up yeah. because <laughs> the same studio that did Hogwarts, those are genuinely good racing games. But um, like nothing is ever as good as Mario Kart, though. It's no, always been nothing comparison yeah. to Mario Kart. I, there I are do some think... people who do believe that Crash Team is better than Mario Kart, but yeah. I don't. I was just going to say, I, I do think CTR was probably, for me, like the, the closest thing to Mario Kart, but still, like Mario Kart is just like in its own like rail lane compared to these other oh it's own lane it's a lane well yeah what was um <laughs> what was that one kart racer on playstation it was like an exclusive it was like something carts um mod, like mod nation racer mod nation no oh oh I was and they older. did little big planet karting i, I remember yeah, those two games came that. out at like the same time like it was it was like mod nation racers maybe the sequel and little big planet karting came out so close together and they they were both playstation published games combine them yeah that was it mod nation <laughs> racers yeah interesting i thought that was just okay yeah never played it i, I played the d the vita one i almost said the ds one <laughs> i played the demo and that was it and maybe you fake gamer yeah <laughs> you played a demo you piece of shit guys let's get on to what we're playing if you want to we actually got through the direct faster than i thought we, we were didn't going talk to. about pikmin. Oh, there's pikmin there's oh, pikmin. so many other games though i went down the list but i guess i accidentally skipped pikmin so yeah can i re-roll oh no i don't care about that that game looks awful <laughs> looks rough um and and I'm sorry, like this is a Nintendo podcast, but I just don't care about Splatoon. Omega Strikers. Either. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly like this isn't like a jab at anyone who does play Splatoon, but I don't know anyone who plays it. Like I've I've never talked yeah. to someone that was like super like stoked for that game to come out. And again, not trying to like like you know say anything negative about it or whatever, but um, but yeah, I just don't I don't know what audience who who the audience is for that game. I mean, there's a big audience. We're just not. But there is it. obviously because it like broke records, yeah. <laughs> not in the United States. What was it in in? Uh, it won uh, multiplayer game of the year at the Game Awards. It beat Call of Duty. Yeah. My friend CJ was very upset about that. And it <laughs> was the fastest selling game in some country, not Japan, was it? No, no. Oh, it was the biggest launch in Japan, I think. Wasn't in that Japan? It? Okay, so it was Japan. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty freaking impressive. But yeah, yeah. Anyways. Pikmin, the game looks beautiful, dude. Like, it looks so good. I under I understand the like people's concern and hate toward the Switch and the power, but we're still getting games where I'm like, this is perfectly acceptable. I just don't care if it's at 900p, 30fps. It doesn't bother <laughs> me that much. I'll be honest. 480p, <laughs> give me it. Like that's all I need. 
Yeah. No, but um, I do, I do, I do think though, Nintendo does a great job at extracting as much power from their hardware as they possibly can yeah. to make beautiful games, and this is one of them. Yeah, it looks pretty. Hey, did somewhere did out there, Andrew the... from our group chat oh, is God. losing his mind mm-hmm. <laughs> watching that trailer. <laughs> did you guys Greg? see at the end of the trailer there was like a Super Mario Galaxy like star bits on the ground? I was, dude. Ooh, honestly, no. when the trailer started, I was like. Mario Odyssey 2, here we go. That's what I thought Watch it was. At, sure. at, the, vi- at the very end, yeah, th- right there. Oh, wait, right there. Is, yeah. it, is that Galaxy? Is that what it is? It looked I, like it to me. I was like, what? I, was I like, can't wait, tell. The screen's right too here. small for me right now. Yeah, it's tiny Eric, for me. Enhance. Yeah, I, I got to say, I never, <laughs> I've never played a Pikmin game, but this looks freaking awesome. Like this yeah. is gonna be an uh, for sure for me a day oneer for sure, and I'm also Absolutely. not not super big into the series. I played it as a kid, but I I didn't like play all the way through one of the games. Um, it, it just I I love like not super puzzly games, but enough of a puzzle feature to where you have to like think to get through the level, kind of like Kirby was a little bit Kirby in the Forgotten Land, but like yeah. where it showed you can get like the ice Pikmin and like shoot them into the water, and then it freezes the water over to to get across to the other side, and like. Little things like that seem like it could be really fun to like figure out how to advance through the level. So I think it looks yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, these games yeah. are very clever. I recently started the second one and I was I'm enjoying it. But now I'm probably just gonna wait for this game since it's coming out this year. I don't I don't need any more Pikmin before then. This will be my first one that I play all the way through. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it looks great. Greg, what were you gonna it's say? It's been a long time since Pikmin three, hasn't oh, it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's been a while. Oh, like I, what, ten years? Oh, I thought you had something to say. Um, I think it was on the Wii U. Yeah, Wii U. And then they said I don't said know why that, this game spoke to me Wii so much. U? Like, it, I was excited for a few games, but for some reason, this and like next to Tears of the Kingdom, I'm I'm really excited about this game. It looks those so are good. star bits. Look at them. Star bits. Look at the picture. Might be. <laughs> look at the picture and zoom in on it. It is. It might I'm be. At- I don't. I don't know how they how would they would explain that. I guess they wouldn't need to. Guys, I'm honestly, <laughs> I'm honestly in shock right now. I did not realize this. Maybe you guys did, but Metroid Prime Remastered is forty dollars, not sixty. Oh shit! Okay, my mind Nintendo's is blown. Do- Nintendo- Nintendo's doing something decent for <laughs> once. And the thing is, it's like it's a game that I'm like, yeah, totally acceptable, sixty up. It, it looks yeah. like a significant enough upgrade where I'm like, that's perfectly fine. But they did 40. <laughs> like, that's insane. That, that's crazy that they didn't do it. Jack shit to Skyward Sword, and that was 60 bucks. And then this looks like there's been quite a bit of cosmetic done to it, and it's oh, $40. Yeah. So maybe they learned from the Skyward Sword, and they didn't get, you know, that many. Um, like, their sales numbers wasn't that great. So they're like, yeah, maybe if we dropped it down a little bit for a remaster. I think that's Skyward Sword sold more wrong. on Switch than it did initially. Did it really? I, I could be wrong. But yeah, I, maybe I'm wrong too. That either know, says that they have half. like a severe lack of consistency as to you know what what prices they're going to roll out for their games, or they're setting the bar as like, hey, this is a remaster; it's going to be fifty dollars, you know, and then this is a full release like Tears of the Kingdom. This is going to be seventy. I, it's so strange to me because seeing this remaster, I'm like, a, a lot of work went into this. Visually, they had to modernize a bunch of stuff, all of that. And it's forty dollars. And then, then when I look at Skyward Sword, I'm like, yeah, they had to change the controls, but it's the same game basically. They just upresed it. They didn't do any like major enhancements to the graphics. 
and it's sixty dollars. So that's a little confusing to me. But I always enjoy. How much was Skyward Sword when it launched? Sixty. That was sixty. I always enjoy though um, whenever publishers explore the paying system, the uh, the pay scale. Um, I think it's cool whenever a game comes out and it's forty. But I'm also perfectly fine with paying seventy. I think it's up to them to decide what their game's worth, and then we as gamers have to decide is that worth. Chucking out the money. Chucking out? Yeah. That's not the right word I was looking for. The the thing we have to remember is, and and maybe this is because I'm like 65 years old, but I do remember there was a day when games were like 80 and $90, dude. Like you would go into the toy store and buy like the new Mortal Kombat and like like $89.99. Yeah. So (laughs) even going down to seven or even going up to 70 still below where we were 20, 30 years ago. So you know, it's, I, I'm with you, Brett. As long as the game is high quality, I'm fine playing paying seventy dollars for it, yeah. even if it's short. Oh yeah, even yeah. more so I mean, if it's short. <laughs> I'm yeah, happier I mean, to pay for a shorter game. It, as long as it's good quality, like I don't, I don't really care about length. Uh, oh, I mean, <laughs> let's, let's hope now your you, wife doesn't either. The <laughs> secrets <laughs> out, boys. <laughs> But no, uh, like you know what I mean. Like it, as secret. long as it's as long as it's a great game, it doesn't matter to me if it's six hours or twenty hours. Yeah, like, exactly. as long as I walk away from that and I was like, that was a great experience. So you know what? That, no, that's my I need an hour for every dollar, a dollar an hour that I spend on this. That shit game. better be seventy dollars. Seventy hours. Well, shit. I mean, if it if a game seventy dollars, like somebody has to work if they make fifteen dollars an hour, five hours just to to pay for the damn thing i mean the thing is is i feel like some people just view games differently or maybe some people like over the years i've accumulated so many games through stuff like playstation plus and then all these games now available via uh, nintendo switch online and then the whole game pass library so it's like i'm never gonna run out of games to play that are immediately accessible to me like i can immediately play tons of games that i genuinely want to play and so that's why, like, when a new game comes out and I have to buy it and it's, like, $70, it's like, yeah, I don't care. If I yeah. play through it in five hours, as long as I enjoy it, I'm happy, and I can move on to something else. I have an infinite number of games at my disposal that I can play at any time just because there's yeah. so much available. I'm I'm never going to run out of things I want to play until I die. Right. Even, even like, uh, I don't know, six or seven years ago before, like, Game Pass, and I, I guess they had PlayStation Now, but that was pretty garbage for a long, yeah. long time. Uh, they only had streaming options. So even back then, like not not that long ago, we didn't have all these options at our disposal. Now we do. Tons of yeah. free to play games. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the free to play games were booty. Yeah. yeah. Now, like companies Until, have actually learned. Well, most of them. Right? A lot of them. Not. Well, most I think of them. it was like uh, that whole like War Thunder, um, Warframe. Like I think as soon as those games started to. You know, show that like, yeah, you can have a free game and like good gameplay. I think that's yeah, when things started to really turn. Apparently, Warframe got really good. Oh, I remember good. trying it. I remember yeah. trying it when Switchboard I, when too. I first got my very PS4. good Switchboard. I I played it when I first got my PS4, and I remember being like, uh, "Okay, I'm so bored with this game." But maybe I need oh, to yeah. stick with it. Maybe it's one of those things that just evolved over the years and just added on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's way different. Like I played it at launch, like you did, because there was a I, initially there was nothing on PS4, like nothing yeah. to play. So I there's was like, con- I'm there's playing that contrast game. <laughs> yeah, I played contrast. Play contrast. Yeah, yeah. That's the we had the few developer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're uh, Microsoft's now. So, um, 
but yeah, contrast was pretty good. I, I, I got to like probably close to the end. And I never beat it because I, I didn't care as much about like GG back yeah. then. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, a, a Warframe. And then there was that other game like Black Sight or something like that. I don't remember the hmm. there's something like that. But anyway, Warframe was way different at the PS4 launch, and then when I played it a few years ago when it came to Switch, like a totally different onboarding and, and everything. Um, That's cool. But Isn't it's also a game that literally never ends, so I'm never gonna play it because I like when games. Dust, end. Yeah. Like Dust five one five, five one four, something like that. Five one four was that? What was that? Was that? A, wasn't that a first person shooter? Yeah. On PS3, I think I played the like the beta. Yeah, I played that in Mag a lot. Yeah, Dude, that, Mag. The, the two games that got shut down that were PS3, <laughs> like multiplayer shooters. I never yeah, got done. into Mag, but I remember being like enamored with the idea of like a hundred people on a map together. Yeah. It's like nothing like that had ever happened up to that point before. What was cool about Dust though is that it was like <laughs> Dust was like an online, like a super hardcore like space online simulator some type of thing where you're like a you have like a space station or something i, c- I could be wrong but anyway that whole portion of, of dust also like interacted in some way to dust 514 to what was happening down on the battlefields like there was some type yeah. of war or some type of connection between the two games that it was really ambitious and i don't think it ever, it ever actually happened much like like nothing came yeah. of it but they like were really one, ambitious one with game- that yeah, one game was like the space galactic battles happening above, and then this was like all the troops on the ground and shit. Yeah, that's what, really cool. But what yeah. is the game called? Dust Five One Four. It's on oh, screen right now. Okay, there it is. Oh, Eric's he has it playing on. it. <laughs> oh, that's cool. It looks like visually, it kind of reminds me of Mass Effect. It was like the it, lo- it looks like a or a Halo a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. like when they're in their vehicles. <clears throat> yeah, or or some other space game that's generic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but oh, yeah, bro. I'm uh, very surprised by forty dollars Metroid Prime. But yeah, that's what cool. about Zelda? Was was that confirmed to be seventy? I'm a little slow on the news. I thought it said sixty. I thought it's sixty nine ninety nine. It's sixty nine ninety nine. The very first Nintendo game to be seventy dollars. Yeah, oh, I must have misread. I thought I heard someone say I'm, I'd be happy to, or I'm happy to spend sixty to pre order it. But maybe I was wrong. Yeah, which yeah if you so this has been a big Best Buy or GameStop. It's up for pre-order there. So Brett, you might have missed it, but there's been a ton of drama because some p- prices went up before the the direct uh, last night. People were freaking out, thinking that it's seventy, and then they took everything down. So we were like, okay, everything's fine. Yeah, I did fine. see that. But now it's confirmed; it is actually seventy dollars. It, um, it was that Amazon thing went up, and it said seventy, and then all of a sudden it was gone. Right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, and there was like a GameStop thing uh, that all disappeared. That. It, it was a bunch of places. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's $70, Nintendo's first $70 like game. And I think that's appropriate. I think that the, unfortunately the times are changing. Games are $70 now. I'm yeah. honestly surprised when I see a game like Resident Evil 4 was $60 when I went to go buy it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what? Capcom's still doing $60? Shout out to them. Um, it it almost makes me feel like they're last gen games when I see sixty, like because I, <laughs> I just feel like anything that's seventy is like the future. So it almost well, got, that's like, the that's sort of the okay. mindset a lot of people had during the PS3 Xbox 360 generation when there was like a double A game. They were like, we should probably appropriately price this at forty dollars, but if we yeah. do that, people are going to be like, oh well, that's not a game worth playing. So that's why they would always price them at the 
like the standard price point so that people know, oh, this is a serious full-blown game. So maybe that's what Nintendo's doing, along with yeah. the fact that, of course, Nintendo wants more money. <laughs> um, Always. No, not Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's very interesting to see this at 70 and then Metroid Prime at 40, two things Nintendo doesn't typically do. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but at, yeah. even at that point, do you expect, like, okay, a game is $70? Does that, like... In your head, does that say, oh, yeah, this game is going to be completely bug-free? I mean, no. No. I don't think that, right, that pops into my head, but... No, that, <laughs> but like, not, not it, at all. I don't know, that kind of takes away from, like, like, oh, this is a premium product. Oh, by the way, it also has its <laughs> big problems. I mean, yeah, I, unfortunately, I that's the like, industry. Yeah, I just feel like it's it costs so much to make games now, and, like, the development cycles are long, that, like, I'm happy to give these developers and studios 10 extra dollars when they make a game, especially if it's like in just this fantastic experience, you know, like, cause it's, this is like, some, what we're getting right now is like, like 10, 15 years ago to think about some of the games that we have now is like, you, you'd never imagine some, some of the games we get, some of the experiences we've had. So for me, it's always going to be worth it. No, not for me because 10, 15 years ago, games were better, Brett. <laughs> that was during the PS3 Stop. generation and video Stop. games were better as a whole. Speaking the truth, man. Mass Drake Effect 2, slapping. Bioshock, we got Uncharted 2, we got uh, Mario Galaxy, we got, of course, the GOAT, the, the greatest of all time. I couldn't there think of a game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so, so maybe 10 years ago wasn't back far enough. Maybe I should have said 15, 20. Yeah, I was trying to think of like a game that like, was terrible. <laughs> condemned. Like Uncharted, two. had uh, really The Last of Us was 2013 or 14. Yeah, that was 13. 10 years ago. So I didn't go back far enough. Okay, so fuck you. Yeah, I'm just saying. Back in those days, gaming was top of its top of the line. Back whenever publishers used to take chances, they weren't worried about following trends. There were weird games like No More Heroes being developed. Like that's that's the dream right there. There was no games of service garbage. Yeah, there's not very much that I can. There was was. was MMOs, World of Warcraft. Yeah, well, but not very much. Yeah. World of Warcraft felt like like way different than some of the stuff that's out now. Like yeah. a different, totally different kind of game. That's funny a, as I'd be uh, like, oh, I'm a nerd. But then someone's like, oh, yeah, me too. I play World of Warcraft. And I'd be like, you fucking nerd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so weird. You're like, you're, a, you're one of those different kind of nerds. Oh, we're different kinds. Yeah. We're different yeah. types. We're different yeah. types. It was, it was always like back in the day, like someone's like, oh, he's really into video games. It's like, oh, cool. And like you talk to him and it's like, yeah, I play. Like, uh, oh. I play a lot of WoW and play and WoW. Huh? What's huh. another like RTS of some sort? Dota. It's like on PC. Yeah, Dota, and I play like Dota. Um, oh my god, a, a, a civilization. It's like okay, we're yeah. we're different types of nerds, and yeah. like I, I ask him the like, breaks. <laughs> what about what about old uh, RuneScape? Oh, I mean that's a classic right there. I, I, had, I had a friend who played RuneScape, and he dude he would talk about it every day at work, and I'm like. This is awesome, but how much can you tell me about this game? (laughs) (laughs) That 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 is actually full of memories, though. Like RuneScape was the shit. I was the user nine hundred. That was my name on RuneScape. Dang! But um, down in the uh, Hall of Fame. I I was a pretty high level before I stopped playing. But um, Mm. what were we just talking about before that? I I had something I wanted to say before the RuneScape games. What Brett? 
set we were talking about like 70 dollars price point in games no it was like just like like 10 seconds ago that i that i wanted to bring something wow. no, i can't remember <laughs> oh yeah the, the yeah like and then like when you think of like someone who's also like a gamer even though that term is stupid when you really think about it because it's like the most popular medium on the planet everyone should everyone does it we don't call people who watch tv tv ears but right. um um fuckers there's a difference between someone who plays a lot of video games and someone who plays a lot of video games, but also loves the, to follow the industry. Like there's, yeah. so I can never, like, it's hard for me to find those other people who like, yeah, I, I love freaking uh, naughty dog and uh, Neil Druckmann and Phil Spencer and all these random creators. Well, Phil's not a creator, but like, Lion Phil. yeah, Lion Phil, like all these like random <laughs> developers and small indie studios, like they don't follow any of that stuff. Yes. They, yeah. they buy a lot of games. They play a lot of games, but they're not like deep into like, the the inner workings of the industry like i like to yeah. do so those are, those are the people that those are the people that'll that'll message me like five days after a direct they'll be like holy shit did you see <laughs> yeah. Metroid Prime yeah. and i'm like yeah like five days ago or they'll be like oh my god did you see goldeneye and i'll get like sometimes i'll get like i'll get a like one one dude will send me a tiktok then i'll get a message on instagram then i'll get like one on messenger and they're all like the same like oh my god did you see this i'm like yes like oh dude yeah like, or thanks I, thanks for watching the podcast where we talk about it every single <laughs> yeah right dude exactly. or that's my all i want to say anytime <laughs> yeah. i get a message i just, just want to be like did you know <laughs> did you know i i talk about this stuff every week that where you can find yeah. all my opinions you don't have to ask me anything you can just go here and listen to this um, yeah, but I, yeah. I had a friend message me last week. He's like, dude, did you know they're making a, uh, like a Harry Potter game? It's called Hogwarts <laughs> something. And I'm like, dude, this has been like the biggest thing in gaming news for like the last three, yeah. four or five months. <laughs> dude, that's why I sent that. I sent a Facebook post from like a random gaming page that was like, there's a Harry Potter game coming out next week that lets you uh, take classes and do all this and blah, blah, blah. And it had like thousands of shares. And I was like going to people's pages and looking at what they were saying. They had never heard of it until last wow. week. <laughs> I'm like, crazy. what? Have you missed out you, on this? Hey, you got to imagine those are the people that like play That's Call where all of the Duty, Madden and stuff like that and don't really... Like, well, yeah, that's the majority the of the people who buy games though. Like they're yeah. not they're not following yeah. shit like we are. Like... Yeah. like psychopaths like figuring out like like looking up zelda theories and stuff like they're just yeah but i don't know some of those people do get heavily invested in like you know I, I i met um even like my my brother-in-law um you know there there there's certain games that they'll get heavily invested to like they'll know everything about every destiny 2 raid or um you know have have played all of the god of war games or something like that so i, I mean to a certain degree yeah. like i like you know john just oh john hey. indie developer john I'm fucking frisha people right at the end of the show <laughs> just gonna happen <laughs> just shit speaking of shadow dropping <laughs> come come on yeah. in big daddy yeah. i'm kind of still working too i just sort of figured i should try to make an appearance yeah. yeah let's let's hear right. your thoughts on the, yeah on the just uh, give yeah. us like your spiel like a whole spiel <laughs> of, of your thoughts uh uh my my brain is like half melted right now from covering the show so i <laughs> i've probably already forgotten like 80 percent of the things they showed off <laughs> and i i'm curious to hear all your guys thoughts even though you already gave them all so hopefully you can like just kind of give me the quick summary afterwards but uh yeah like i don't know personally i thought it was kind of weak um like 
depending on what sort of nerd you are, I think there was some very cool stuff in there, like Etrian Odyssey, that coming back all of a sudden, that's a big surprise. It's 80 bucks if you want to buy them all. What? Yes. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you can buy, it's three games, you can buy 40 them in each. Yeah, they're 40 each, or you can spend 80 for the three. What a bargain. Oh my god, <laughs> these are old games. Yeah. I mean, like, to be fair, it looks like they did a really nice job of, like, HD remastering everything, so it'd be really unfair to just call this a port, but, like, I don't know, 80 is a big number, even even for three games, so, I don't know. Yeah, if, if I was gonna... If I was gonna play these, I'd buy like one, play through it, and then a price drop will probably happen. Play through the second one, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. Instead of dropping eighty. Yeah, when I was like researching this game, I went to the eShop and I see this price seventy nine ninety nine. I was like, what? <laughs> for these for these three Nintendo DS games, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Um, Zelda is still looking like Zelda. Um, yeah, it looks yeah. good. Yeah. Like um, we liked it, but it was it's just we're kind of ready for like more information like real information yeah. right like who who was that guy in the voiceover do we know i don't know <laughs> yeah it was just some dude like <laughs> it could be anybody like eric says ganon but the <laughs> why did it not sound like ganon yeah like <clears throat> and like and ganon's supposed to be dead it sounds familiar though <laughs> it's someone that we know like the voice sounds very Is familiar it? was it the was it the king that's yeah, I think it was the king. That sounds right. Or, ma- sound or like maybe him? the Goron guy. I can't remember any other names. Yeah, John, <laughs> we, we were talking fans about over here. We were talking about how some <laughs> of it feels a little too familiar. Like some of the enemies yeah. are the exact same enemies, the exact same areas. So a little concerning there, but you know, yeah. I guess we'll see. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, my attitude's pretty much always been the same, which is I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I'll find right. out when they, I play. They've it. earned it's that like, exactly. Yeah. Like Breath of the Wild, literally one of the best games like ever designed right. like just right. just the like the perfection of game design <clears throat> on several levels so like you know i'll let them do what you they know want they'll pull it off yeah, i just want to like, know what that fucking tractor is <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw someone joking on twitter that like this looks like a great banjo kazooie nuts and bolts sequel <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, funny. yeah i so love like, that you could just like slap all those parts together too and nuts and bolts and just like try to yeah, wobble yeah, and drive your right. <laughs> where's our sequel to that zero yeah, out of ten nintendo bastards. direct but yeah but uh metroid prime drop that was insane so cool. yeah like the, the fact cool. that it dropped today like oh it's out now it's like what wow like, yeah after years of these rumors and these reports <laughs> jeff grubb, really drop it <laughs> jeff grubb had to shave his head over being wrong about <laughs> this game dropping last year wait boom we didn't oh, even talk about um we didn't even talk about is this retro that did the remaster or is it someone else? I was just about to look that uh, up right now. I think I think I saw oh yeah, I have it open right now. Uh yeah, Retro Studios. There's okay. a random a random mm. dev named Matt Manchester who works at Retro and he's saying, So excited, I got an opportunity to work on this game. Da 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 da. Okay. So, yeah. so why isn't their name like in the trailer or he probably on the did page? like the menu design or something uh, for it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Matt Manchester. Manchester. Your nothing to menu us. Matt. Good old menu Matt. <laughs> menu Matt. That's what everyone knows him for. <laughs> We're just trashing this completely random dude who's tweeting about the happiest moment. Probably like of his the life. director. <laughs> this is like the, the highlight of his life. And we're just it calling him a fucking years. moron. He's watching this, like, just going straight into depression. We're a Nintendo. <laughs> These fucking clowns. 
<laughs> we're a Nintendo loving podcast. And we're just yeah. here to just hate on everyone. <laughs> Menu Matt. He's Fucking probably the nicest dick. guy you'll ever meet. Too. Yeah. <laughs> None of us knew this guy existed 30 seconds ago. We just eviscerated <laughs> his best all over him. See, I mean, that's why our podcast is special, right? Yeah. That's right. We're, yeah. we're not just sipping the haterade. We like chugged it full force. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're yeah. just like dual fisting yeah, it into our mouths. Let's just let's just hope his wife leaves him. But moving on, <laughs> we got. <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, I would say my my concluding thought. I think it, it rules that we finally have Game Boy games on there. Yes. Um, awesome. Game, game Boy Advance being on the expansion pack tier that does not surprise me. That's basically what I thought was going to happen. Game Boy for the regular, Advance for the expansion. Mm-hmm. Like I would like it all to be on the lower tier, but. I will live with it. Do you think they like regret not being able to call it Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack Advance? <laughs> potentially, oh potentially. Uh, yeah, you never know. But man, like, doesn't it just feel right though that Tetris? Uh oh, yeah, you guys. it looks cool. No, yeah. I s- we still oh. hear you, but we don't see you. Oh, you oh. came back. No, I, okay. I see you now. Yeah. Okay, that was a weird moment. Yeah, but Tetris. Yeah, doesn't it? That looks it cool. Just, yeah, like Game Boy Tetris is like the Classic. purest, it's like, like it's like the video game experience, you know. Yeah. Like you, you can't, you can't improve upon Game Boy Tetris. That's just like the alpha and the omega. And so to have that on Switch, it's it's just it's like balancing the universe. It feels right. Give yeah. me online play for that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, oh, did the the original Tetris? Strangers. The original Tetris had online. I mean, not online. Not online. Yeah, by game <laughs> yeah the game original yeah. Tetris. I can't had believe online. I didn't have online play. <laughs> uh, this game little boy. trash box, man. Like, but uh, you mean to tell me I can't plug an Ethernet cord into this thing? <laughs> yeah, that's horse right? shit. I spent oh, 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 hang on. Oh, oh nice. Hey-o. In it too. For those listening on podcast services, Brett oh, yeah. Medlock just took out an actual Game Boy that happened to have a Tetris cartridge in it. Yeah. Perfect. But, uh, he no, knew the, we were uh, going to talk about it. Don't get exactly. too much credit. The Direct did say that uh, the multiplayer Game Boy games, they have online play. But only with friends, though, right? I mean, probably, yeah. I mean, that's the That's usual. the thing. We were just talking about this. Well, Who see, has I thought friends? it was just select games. That's true. <laughs> Who has like four You're friends right. that are all gonna get on Switch Online together and play yeah. Tetris? Like yeah. no one. Nah. Well, I think I, that I that's like one. the that's like the difference though in comparison to like other like you know Xbox Live. I can just like oh pop open my friends list, join right. a party, play not, versus not on like <laughs> okay, not I gotta go to my no. go to my Switch. Gotta look. Gotta go to my phone. Gotta text them. Hey, are you available to join the Switch Online? Check them. <laughs> add them to the party. It's like yeah. all these fucking cumbersome activities just yeah. to play online. yeah yeah that's true it's like all of a sudden you're back in like 1998 and if you right. want to do anything <laughs> with your friend you're, you kind of call them on the phone right yeah. but like trying to play you want all your buddies to come over to your house and play four player goldeneye like it feels right. like that kind M- of like mrs larson can, can bring <laughs> is, them over is brett home <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> guys speaking of come bursum did you Whoa. guys <laughs> Do you think that Alomar was looking kind of stressed out in Pikmin 4, John? What are your thoughts on Pikmin 4? Uh, Alomar? Um, He's I in it, right? Like, I, would, I would imagine. I don't okay. know. Okay. Uh, honestly, I didn't get 
I didn't get a super good look at it because I was already busy spinning several plates by then. But <laughs> the like, very the, first trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I saw of it, uh, it actually looked pretty nice. Like it didn't like it looked like a fresh Pikmin experience to me. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I that's like the really lower camera. Opinion. I really like yeah. the lower camera a lot. Yeah, the camera makes a big difference for some reason. Mm-hmm. We need to get Masahiro Sakurai on the podcast, and he'll break it down for us. In <laughs> exactly, three I'm sure he will too. Like at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to watch his videos more. Every time I watch one, I'm like, I'm actually learning, like genuinely oh, learning. Yeah, they're so good. And like two or three of them will come out like every week. It's nuts. How's he doing that? Like I mean, he's paying people for it. But yeah, like it's just he's. Awesome. How's he have the, the ideas and the, like <laughs> and it's crazy. He's a genius and he has several decades of experience to draw from. So I, guess I guess that'll do it. Happens. That'll <laughs> yeah. do it. Those are the prerequisites met. So. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that he's finding success on YouTube, though. Yeah, everybody Got- loves that dude. Honestly, guys, one thing I feel like so you know how like magazines got taken over by by like media outlets like like IGN and stuff, and now IGN's being taken over by by like YouTubers who are covering gaming stuff. I think the <laughs> next step is YouTubers are being taken over by people who are actually making the games and actually have personalities. <laughs> And can they can show us like everything deep and like talk about all types of stuff? Yeah, that'd be I, cool. I, I wish but more I, I, uh, developers created content. No, like it can be during. Well, you look at no, because then you run into like so many legal obstacles. I mean, I'd rather have well, it. That's, you know, that's their people... problem, not ours. Yeah, that's <laughs> all them. <laughs> I'd, no, I'd rather I'd... people post industry like Reggie, Kit, and Krista. Like, mm. what what did I see? They were they were tweeted about something like ah, fuck i forgot but i'd rather hear like inside baseball talk because they're i yeah. think they're no they were talking After about the price of, of of they were talking tears about the of price the of uh, tears of the kingdom being removed yeah. that's what it was but yeah. i, w- I want to hear inside baseball talk where they're not bound by any that's legal true. obligations I, dude to the company. i don't he's a very um controversial figure but david jaffe does a, a ton of youtube content and he while he's a crazy guy online, yeah. he has a lot of very interesting information on the on the, on what goes on like behind the scenes at Sony at PlayStation. So uh, it's very interesting hearing what he has to say about all that stuff. Mm. Yeah, a lot of I mostly, experience. I mostly just know about him being the loony part. <laughs> yeah, I mean he, he's funny. He's funny. Yeah. He's just he's a little wild. Yeah, he can, yeah. He can be a little and, little much. And I remember mm-hmm. that he got like he became a a Metroid meme because he got oh, yeah. stuck in one of the first rooms of Metroid Dread. Oh shit! Oh, that's <laughs> he could, right. He couldn't that's figure right. out to just shoot that. the ceiling, and it was yeah. choreographed in like that's multiple right. different ways that that's what you're supposed to do, and he could that's not figure funny. it out. I mean, I, I gotta that. be honest though. <laughs> if you look at what the game expected you to do, obviously n- no one else had a problem with it. Yeah. But I understand that one person might. And that yeah. one person just so happened to be the creator of God of War. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. Don't you think it's weird, though, that like there's like a God of War TV show and stuff about to come out and the IP like is thriving still? Mm-hmm. And like they don't legally have to put his name on any of it, even though he created it? <laughs> like it's like it's like it's like Bruce thing. Straley. Like, that's the well, I mean, it's yeah. Prop- property of the company. It's yeah. crazy. Right. Though. I it's... mean, they 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 bought right, sure, but you think they would still like tag him somewhere on the credits? Mm. Like, 
God of War wouldn't exist if it wasn't for this man's imagination. <laughs> like, and you can't give him credit. It's, I bet you so many weird. more developers have that in their their contract now. Like, if there's any sort of like yeah. television in the future, Potential. I mean, it's weird because Loyalties. you still see it. You still see it in like comic book characters. Like, you'll see the creator of the the comic book character in the credits of like Daredevil and yeah. stuff. Stan, yeah. they're getting any money though. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not. <laughs> yeah, Be- but like, like I always see that based on the char- characters created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Yeah, like that's one thing I see often. A recent yeah. example is uh, Bruce Straley was just yeah. Um, he he uh, made a statement to someone Last like saying like it's insane that his name is not even in the credits. Like he he's the co-creator. Oh, really? He's the right. creator. Like oh, yeah. yes, it's a co-creator, but he's just as much of a creator as Neil Druckmann. Right. His name yeah. is not in the credits. Right. Him and Druckmann that. were like a co co-director on that, yeah. so he was just as important. And all you ever hear about is Druckmann, like. I didn't even realize that there was two directors until like a month ago. That that's how wow. like much they've just shunned his name from that from that yeah, game. Yeah, very weird. But, and apparently he, also, he, uh, he directed uh, Uncharted Four too, right? Didn't he? Yeah, like he ended I up think... finishing it after Amy Hanna got shipped off or quit. Him and Neil both there. did. They they both directed it. Yeah, they yeah. kind of like which is like grudgingly the... did. It's like the complete opposite with the whole Royland situation. His name's plastered all over stuff. And like for a lot <laughs> yeah, of the, can't move, get his the shows. <laughs> yeah, for a lot of the shows and stuff, I guess he hadn't been a part of it since like season two. Oh, oh so, you mean like the writing uh, process and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. Like I yeah, I think season was a, season three, I think, was his last writing credit. I mean, turns out all he did was walk into a booth, play the characters, and leave. He didn't actually do much on the show. Yeah, according Which, to a Hollywood reporter report from, I think, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I can watch the shows in the future and I have to take a shower afterwards. Bruce <laughs> Bruce Straley directed Uncharted 2, The Last Uncharted of Us. 2. Yeah, Uncharted right. Left Behind, Man. Uncharted 4, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> and Uncharted 2 is my favorite Uncharted. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that's the best one. Everybody knows it, that. Yeah. yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. That That game literally got me back into video games. Like there was like a few years when I was like partying and stuff like that and kind of fell off of video games a little bit. And then I got my shit together and uh, I was like, I'm going to buy a PS3 and I bought that game and that like started my obsession for gaming back like that. I was just blown away that that games had gotten to that point. Eric yeah. says that they confirm there's there's no more Uncharted games. No, Eric. There is definitely 100 no, percent an Uncharted yes. game yeah. in yeah. development right now. <laughs> No, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. not it's, being done at Naughty Dog. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, and it's going to be Bend, I bet. <laughs> I don't know, well, maybe. Well, that was the old report that at first they right. had Bend working on a new one, and, and then they, they were like, to. "We don't, yeah, we don't want to do this." So it ended up being some <laughs> other studio was working on it. So some other poor soul has to work on one of the most successful gaming franchises. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish that I wish they'd let <laughs> Blue Point do something like. Um, because Blue Point's been so heavy on like the remakes that they they did announce that they're gonna be making their own game, right? Like their own IP. Didn't they say they're gonna give yeah. them like yes. the opportunity? So I wonder what that would look like. But even though I think it'd be great if they continued to be the port, like the the, uh, ma- the, the super remake uh, right. house of yeah. like developer, because right. I think it's really cool. Because because the, they do more than just. Like up a game, they make it look yeah. freaking fantastic. Like yeah, they're, they, they're masters they of it. 
they knocked both those games out of the park yeah. if they did. Like Demon Souls, I hate that game, but it is beautiful. Oh yeah, like, it's probably still the best looking PS5 yeah, game. Yeah, and it makes me say, angry. I heard, like, I heard someone say it's the best looking PS5 game. Still, I've never honestly, played it, so I don't know. But honestly, guys, I wish more. Like, I know it's stupid. I played all the way through Demon's Souls. I, th- I thought it was really good, but uh, again, it's not like, like really my type of game. But I do wish that they just like added not like an easy mode, but just like something that was more accessible for people just so more people would play through that game like Mm -hmm. i i think more people should play through it but i know that that the challenge is going to keep them from continuing or they're just gonna be pissed off if they bought it because they can't make it like past the first section so yeah that was basically me i got through the tutorial and like in the first real level like i just it's a it's hard yeah like i probably wouldn't have done it if it wasn't like a the biggest like ps5 launch game aside Mm -hmm. from spider-man yeah it was big yeah yeah I I consider it a testament to my patience that I didn't snap the disc in half because I probably <laughs> <Yeah>. considered it. <laughs> I just man, I don't I play video games for fun, not to be so frustrated that yeah. I want to break something. So yeah, no, don't yeah. don't ever bother with this game. <laughs> yeah, it requires a, a certain level of like patience to yeah to play the same boss fifteen times in a row. <laughs> right. The the other PS5 game that I hear is super beautiful is Ratchet and Clank. It's just that that is very pretty. That's just oh, a yeah. series I've never played, and like I don't feel incentivized to try either. You should try so, it, man. Like, yeah, like, it's good. I'm sure it's good. It's just that it's one of those things where like it would never reach the top of like my priority to playlist is all. Yeah, there's always so, something I'd rather play more. So Ratchet yeah. and Clank they, it had never really been my thing either. But when they did that first remake on PS4, mm. I was like, holy shit, this is great. And then, uh, yeah, the, the new one they did, the uh, Rift Apart, was really good too. So I'm I'm in the same boat as you, John. I had like almost no desire to play that remake on mm. PS4, and then I played it. I was like, holy shit, this is fantastic. So you might like <laughs> oh, it. That's cool. Yeah, possibly. It's just somebody would have to like give it to me for free, which is literally what happened with Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> and you love it. <laughs> yeah. And then you bought the the sequel deluxe and played it for played five it for hours. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I gave it an I gave it an honest shake. I don't remember how many hours I put into it, but like I think it had to have been like at least eight. So like yeah, probably I just, it didn't click. But I don't know so if it just has to be like if you had to be in like a mood to start Horizon Forbidden West, but I just really thought the pacing in the first like five hours was terrible. Ugh. Like, like yeah, the pacing wasn't great. Um. But like, I felt like once it opened up a little bit, it 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 got more like it, it had that like kind of addicting feel to it, where you're like enjoying like uh, upgrading things and. It sounds crazy. You guys know how I, I, feel I do want to try it again one day. <laughs> like, I I want to see if maybe it was a me thing or was it a, a an it thing? I don't know. <laughs> like, well, again, like I just. I always felt like just so exhausted just looking at the map and how there was always like eight trillion markers for yes. things I didn't care Terrible. about. Whereas right now this... I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima <clears throat> and like I said a couple weeks ago, like I'm happy to look at every single question mark on that map yeah. because I'm like yeah. enjoying it. Right. <laughs> so... I one thing I like about Ghost of Tsushima is like the 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 quests, like how they they show you like the group of different quests you can do. And there's like the people you can talk to and then the quests for those people. They just have like, I, I just enjoyed the way that the UI and the menus were, I don't know, something about it. I just, it just felt a lot more attainable than a thousand markers on a map, you know? 
Right. Yeah. Definitely. So. I think that that design is starting to grade on people. Um, I don't think it's going to like stick around as heavily like the checkmark stuff. I think it's going to start slowing down a little bit and think games are going to start enticing players to do things by just making them viewable in the, in the world and not on a map. Well, at least that's what I hope. I mean, cause, cause, at the same time, I do appreciate a map sometimes too. Like if, I, if it says you have to go to this area and pick up the stone, you know what I mean? Like if I don't know, if there's not a marker, show me where that is, like how the hell are you going to find it? But I do know what map you mean. Like they, allow- can, they can still show a waypoint without there being a thousand things in between. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying I want the game to make the player care about going to get that stone. You yeah. know what I mean? No, uh, like sure. otherwise it's boring, you know? Yeah, and, I feel and that's like especially thing, not- now that... Go ahead, Greg, sorry. <laughs> just let me get this out. Yeah, no, you're good. As as games get bigger and like these types of maps, like I just hope in the future that they just keep allowing you instead of like, you know, um, when you have a waypoint for an active quest, like if it's going to, the maps and the worlds are going to keep getting bigger. Let me put a waypoint myself. Let me put a reminder that, you know, to go back to this thing when I've got this item to unlock Kinda this like thing. like Breath of the Wild. Cause, yeah. Cause otherwise it just makes me, you know, uh, yeah. Breath of the Wild is a, a great example. Cause otherwise it just makes me like really drives my anxiety up. Like to, yeah, like that's what I disliked about, even um, Age of Calamity so much, like I'm like, oh, I'm making some progress, and like, bing, 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 bing. Yeah, like I know what you mean. Different things pop up. Like it's like if right. you if you have if you're like a completionist of any kind, seeing all that stuff come up in areas that you've already been to is like, fuck. Now I gotta go back and try and knock all that stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah anyway, Ghost of Tsushima sucks. You suck. You know what? No, you I'm just suck. Kidding. It was good. That's I love. It. I love that game. I. It's Man. a. It's weird. It's another game where I'm like, maybe I need to play it again. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe because everyone seems to love another it. Another Breath of the Wild moment for you. Yeah, maybe. exactly. <laughs> when your hatred for Sony dies a little bit, then I want you to go back to these games. That hatred will never die. It's living on forever. No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know you anymore. There's no Last hatred. Generation changed you, Brett. There's no <laughs> hatred. I'm about to platinum Resident Evil Four. All right, I'm still I'm still the same Brett. That's because I made you get it on PlayStation. No, I was I was debating. <laughs> I was debating in my head what should I do because I I know Brett wouldn't care if I got it on Xbox, but nah, I actually do want to platinum it. So hopefully the are the you gonna let CJ play good. it too? Oh yeah, that too. If he actually plays it, he took like three years to play. Resident Evil 2 remake and stuff, so I guess yeah. we'll see. But he's currently playing um what was it? It's uh I don't remember. Anyway. He was just texting me about it. It's it John, was, did, he, you, did you get uh Hogwarts, John? Uh no, no. Like I think it looks good and I'm glad it got good scores. Like I don't root for games to fail, so sure. Oh yeah, guys, before we go, CJ brought something up to me, my friend that I was just talking about. He said that he liked God of War perfectly fine, uh, Ragnarok. He beat it, he platinumed it, and then he moved on. But then he decided to start watching like uh, streamers react to certain spots. And then he went down the rabbit hole and started watching tons of different things on the game and found out like all the little story like moments that make more sense once you're re-watching it because of certain yeah. elements that get revealed later on. And he was saying that, I like the game more now. And I was thinking, yeah, yeah obviously that's possible. Like retroactively you can start to like a game more without playing it but then i was thinking does that mean the game though did a good job at making you think it was good whenever you actually played it 
So was the game actually <laughs> as good as you think? If whenever you played it, you didn't think it was as as good as you do now? You know what I mean? This is getting pretty yeah. meta. Yeah. Yes. Kind of meta. <laughs> uh, so if it was, so if your experience was good, but then afterwards you you realize it was great, <laughs> is the game actually great? Like, or is it good? I I don't think it changes because I know what he means. Like right after I beat Ragnarok, everything on my YouTube algorithm was like old uh, get uh, God of War stuff. Like talking about some of the old games, some of the old storylines and stuff. And I kind of went down that uh, rabbit hole too and watched a whole bunch of stuff from the previous games. And it definitely made me like, oh shit, okay, that makes sense on the new game. Like kind of like appreciated it a little bit more but i wouldn't say it really changed my opinion of the game but yeah it makes okay. you appreciate stuff more for sure yeah so yeah i just i just thought that was an interesting thing to uh See, mention me me personally like i i understand the phenomenon that you're describing i just don't think it's ever or at least i can't think of a time that it's ever happened to me personally because the one thing that i think of as an example is so i i yeah, as I've mentioned several times, probably my my website, The Escapist, has a brilliant film critic. He loves Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I continue to think The Last Jedi is one of the worst, horrible, most horrible things Dude, that I don't, happened to the I franchise. Like it. I like it. Uh, uh, it is. Uh, it it is, is understand the hate one of the worst it. things. I don't, I don't get the hate my, for it. I really my, don't. My brother and his best friend, my my oldest brother, not uh not the one I'm making the game with. He and his best friend will always talk about how if they ever saw Ryan Johnson on the street, they would just punch him in the face. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, it just gets freaking clubbed from behind. And also, my brother's that's... friend is an FBI agent. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what uh, they're what's doing his name, over John? there. <laughs> no comment. But, John's uh, bringing the John's bringing the violence to the episode. He, we were talking about uh, what was but, it, old Maddie menus or whatever. I said his wife should leave him. Now he should that, get punched on the street. I mean, you were the guys who just all of a sudden made it violent. <laughs> but anyway, what I was getting at though is that he's written like these really really good articles, like high like highlighting and showcasing like the good parts of the Last Jedi. And I'll read those and I'll and I'll, I'll think to myself and I'll be like, okay, in these very limited specific context maybe there was some good things going on the movie's yeah. still a terrible abomination it's horrible <laughs> it is I, I absolutely like... laughably horrible. it's a comedy the last time i watched yeah. it i'm not even kidding you me me and my brother-in-law were literally gasping for air because we were laughing so hard at how bad the movie was I don't like we were that. sitting there smiling the whole time laughing at every single thing that happened and what's crazy yeah. is the first time i saw it in theater i was sort of like I think that was good. Like, I don't know. But then, yeah. then like, once you, like, watch it and you realize all the different things that don't make sense, I was just, yeah. we were just laughing hysterically. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe I need to watch it again because I don't, I don't Brett, understand what you should do is so hated. We're doing a reverse now. Like, we're going to make Brett's opinion <laughs> yeah. on it worse. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make you hate, hate it. Yeah. Or movie. No, Brett, for real, though, if you watch Seven... Seven's a great start to what could have been a great trilogy, in my opinion. Seven is I think it's phenomenal. a solid, really solid movie that was, was the beginning the of what could have been an amazing trilogy. But then the second movie just literally acts like that first movie didn't exist in every way imaginable. I didn't really like the last one either. What was that called? The last. Oh, everyone yeah, hated that one. That's the worst. They're all <laughs> yeah, terrible. The two are terrible. All. Because it's two different directors and visions playing tug yeah. of war with what's what's mine, like the what's different. This is mine. I'm doing this. 
So yeah. they were just literally like one movie literally has Luke throwing a lightsaber over his shoulder, and the other movie has Luke saying, "Don't do that." It's like <laughs> you did that. Yeah. What are you talking about? You yeah. did that. That's and, the, and then they that, come out. Pissed, that scene pissed me off so he's much. like don't disrespect a lightsaber like that <laughs> i was like, like what you left you left me on a cliffhanger until with an amazing later when the next amazing movie came cliffhanger out. yeah and then uh, it's just eh. uh, god i just thought about that cliffhanger and literally got chills because it's so like that's a solid movie i don't care what anyone says i, lo- I love the first seven. one yeah force, force awakens yeah what yeah. i say about seven is if i pretend to know nothing about star wars then it's a very fun movie yeah, if I and that's turn basically off my me. Star Wars brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, you kind of have to. You kind of have to. Yeah, but and no, then I... now, like the Star Wars brand is thriving with like Andor and the Mandalorian. Like th- that's this is like for me and almost Jedi more Survivor exciting than out? before. Right, Get Jedi but, Survivor. But the important thing to note there, and we're we're really on topic with this Nintendo podcast. The important <laughs> right, thing are. to note there is all of the stuff. All of the stuff takes place like pre uh, sequel trilogy. Yeah, because there's uh, nothing to yeah, touch yeah. there. Like it's just yeah. a wasteland from that point forward. So the, yeah. they're just not bothering with it. Yeah, oh, there's Maybe a one long time you know what piss- The only thing that pisses me off between like all of like the, especially like Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and like all the, other, I'm like, do we really give that much of a fuck about Tatooine? Like, why do we always I mean, have to go apparently, back? Apparently, that's that's. Um, I th- I honestly think they do that because they want people to associate that with star wars so much because of disney world because that's what's at disney world is tatooine the whole whole star wars section so when people think star wars they they want them to think this this planet because this is where you can go and spend lots of money and you're telling me that they only made these movies to make money (laughs) that's what i'm telling you it's crazy (laughs) that's bullshit i don't believe that's crazy all right this has been spot dodge a live (laughs) nintendo podcast where we talk about star wars for 30 minutes um (laughs) so yeah this uh sorry for the late episode but we obviously wanted to hold on to it and react to the direct next week john will give more of his thoughts since he wasn't here that long but yeah thanks a lot for hanging out if you made it this far if you would please leave us a review over on apple Podcasts or spotify or any podcast service that you use I saw like uh, 20 people or so every week listen to us on Google Podcasts. Shout out to you nice. guys. All right. Okay. On, All right. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to the Googlers. My dog literally that knows that I'm shutting the show down right now. Like yeah. he, he he starts getting excited and whining because yeah. he, he knows I'm ending it. It's I usually like, see his like, I usually see his nose or his tail somewhere in your screen. Once yeah, he's right. <laughs> he must like literally like sense like the change in inflection in your voice. Yeah, or I think he yeah. does. Like he he um, knows. He he's like whining right now. I don't know if you hear him. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thanks a lot for hanging out. This has been Spot hey, Dodge, and Mary is here. She's, She's gone. Twitch chat. Oh, shout out uh, to Mary uh, who wasn't able to make nice. it. Next week, Mary's gonna give all her thoughts. Probably will have already beaten Metroid Prime by then, and and I'm sure we'll all be giving our thoughts on all the games we're playing. Next week could literally a, be a a whole what we're playing episode to be honest, because there's so many she games. Probably right has now. a massive chart for the for the trailer, like outlining everything. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing Mary's lore dump. Yeah, yeah. her her reaction her reaction to Metroid Prime was great. Yeah, Brett and Mary did one. It's pretty good. Oh, oh yeah, nice. So yeah, go check out our reaction on this channel that we're streaming from right now if you're watching live, but over on the Destructoid YouTube channel. And you can watch uh, some of our coverage of the games over on TikTok as well. Thanks a lot for hanging out, everybody. We will talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye-bye. See you.